Welcome back to Snub Dub. I'm your host, Haley Copter. It's great to be back. It's really great to be back. I see you brought no clothes. I, you see, I felt like it was kind of a hindrance last time. It was holding me Wait, back. did I say helicopter? I did say helicopter, but when I said my name, not when I said the show. The show is Snub Dub. It's on... on so welcome to Public VA. Welcome to Public VA. Welcome to Charlie. We're going to lick Pope's VA. Ooh, boy. So many Popes are going to have their VAs Ooh. licked today. Woo! How many living Popes are there? I think two. Two? Yeah. I don't think we have a wide variety of options <laughs> think, there. Well, the thing about popes is they go for the long haul. Yeah. They usually don't get a new, a fresh, a fresh smelling a fresh pope face. with that with that new pope smell <laughs> until one of them gets that old pope smell. If you know what I'm talking about. Corpses. So, basically, yeah, there's only two living popes because one of them was a Nazi pedophile. Oh. Yeah. That's a dark start. It's a dark start to a dark episode. Welcome to Snub Dub After Hours. Um, Make sure to listen to this only after midnight. If it is currently 1 p.m. in your time zone, pause. you're gonna make a, a, a you're gonna make a Mogwai turn into a gremlin. Let yeah. me tell you, they you can't listen to Snub Dub. We got Dub a bunch midnight. of them back here. Yeah, there's a we have a <laughs> crate, crate of Mogwai. <laughs> we have a crate full of Mogwai. They're all fucking hungry and thirsty, but we can't feed them, nor can we give them water, nor can we show them sunlight. So, I mean, like, they're just miserable little creatures. But, hey, they're not gremlins. Am I right? It's, it's, it's those things that you gotta, you gotta take with you. You gotta take notice of the positives. Did you hear a noise? I did. I heard a little click. Maybe that's... Oh, fuck! Our guests! Oh, shoot! Oh, uh, you forgot the air holes! Shit! (laughs) All right. Wait, can you guys can you hear us in your in your in your guest crates? Oh, uh, I can't breathe. All right, we gotta pump some oxygen in there. Let me run the tube. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take the tube from the Mogwai crate <laughs> and put it into your crate. <laughs> Are you good in there? Maybe I should just open the crate. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Right. Wait, no, wait, 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 don't wait, open wait. it. We like it in here. Feel so safe oh, okay. in here. Safe in your crate. All well, right. let's no. Let's take the safety off. Let's go. No holds barred. No holds barred. Bar, no clothes. No holds barred. No gremlins. No crates. No, no air holes barred. Yeah. No popes. We're just gonna fucking. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, I guess we're out now. Welcome to Snub Dub, Lucy and Dalton. Hi. Hi. It's good to be here. I'm Are Lucia. you Lucia and Dalton? Oh. I'm Lucia, and I'm here to kill some pedophile Nazi popes and chew bubblegum. <laughs> and, and I'm all out of pedophile Nazi popes. That's I right. know the feeling. There's only one, you know. <laughs> the other one's and a pretty cool hiding. dude, actually. First, first you know South what's American interesting? Huh. What's yeah. interesting yeah. is the last pope was a Nazi pedophile, mm-hmm. and the new pope is from Argentina. Yep. But a lot of Nazis fled to Argentina. Coincidence? I think so. Most likely. (laughs) Most likely. I I do think it's pretty cool to have a South American Pope because for a long time, you know, they kind of were all Europe-based, you know? Oh, yeah. And as someone of a South American background, that makes me pretty happy and proud, as well as the fact that he's pretty much the best Pope ever. And a Jesuit to boot. Hara? Hara? A Jesuit. Do you guys? All right. Were you all not raised Catholic? I was. No. All right. You hear me? Um, (laughs) Yeah. He's cool. To be fair, 
to be fair, the bar on Cool Popes, not very high. Not very high. Mm. Although, there was that one time, like, four popes all declared themselves pope, and then they, like, excommunicated each other. So that was pretty cool. That, that was pretty metal. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it was called the Great Schism. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about that. We read that in Catholics school. are very dramatic. Very <laughs> dramatic. They like to pretend they're persecuted. Yeah. Um, so and also like welcome. it's all their fault well, too, because you know you gotta have that guilt and confessional. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the big similarity between Catholics and Jews. Yep. Why can't they just get the along guilt. and blame themselves? <laughs> if I, <laughs> if I, uh, if I may ask the first question, I know that's unconventional. Fine. I'll fine. No, fine. I mean you if you run want the show, to, no, fine. I, I, I'm I just, fucking out. There. Fine. Run the show. Everybody is hopefully community show. Bye. I'm just gonna go over here. I just, I just wanted no. to. No, you got to ask. No. I meant like you no. got to ask the rest of you the questions. Charlie, I guess there really is only one cool pope, huh? And it's not you, it's... Pope Lick. Oh, oh snap! Primary colors in my dressing room. The skip. Wait, prime. Primary color Skittles, motherfucker. Do you speak English? They don't. They don't make uh, secondary color Skittles anymore. Yeah, they discontinued the greens. You, are you kidding? I'm out of here. Me? Also, I heard I heard why they some artists do that actually, and it's really interesting. Why artists do what? Why they why they will do things like I want only green M and M's in my dressing room. Why do they do that? It's because it's such a little tiny thing that's inconsequential, but it requires enough effort that if they don't do it. Then they're like, well, we don't know if these people are following proper safety precautions, oh, and they're going to okay, keep us so safe. It's just a test to see, like, how. if they're safe. Exactly. Like what Got the it. water inspector is supposed to do, but hasn't been doing, and that's why the United States is crazy. Are, are you are you okay, Haley? Oh no, that was Diva Haley. I'm hi. I'm NPR Haley. Hey, NPR Haley. NPR Haley. I just wanted to ask Dalton and Lucia if it's okay with you. You can ask them actually. Oh no, absolutely. By all means, go ahead. How did you two meet? I was uh, his boss. <laughs> true story. Oh, like Obama's. Like Obama's. Yeah, like the Obamas. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, Michelle was Barack's boss. That's um, amazing. Yeah. We met on a musical project called Turnabout Musical. Uh, some people might have heard of it, but it's very niche, so probably not a lot. It was that Phoenix oh. Wright fan-made musical that got big enough that Capcom, like, tipped us off and, you know, we're like, good job, you guys, tip of the hat. And almost gave us uh, rights to use their IP officially in a contract, but that kind of fell through. Wow. Um, That's incredible. I came into it, actually, a year late uh, as a script editor, nothing else, but uh, they eventually promoted me to writer. And from there, I became... Um, voice director because I had experience with that and uh, one of the composers and eventually just head of the entire project it was a coup Magic. and uh, yeah that that's my that was my role um, meanwhile I found a turnabout musical a little earlier but I was such a a shy lurker that I never spoke to anybody I just kind of <laughs> quietly followed the project and was like ooh they released a new song ooh who's this this pleading eyes person she <laughs> seems pretty cool and then she turned out to be pretty cool I um I'm I ended up not doing the initial auditions for the show, but then when they were later casting some minor roles like Gregory Edgeworth, uh, the father of Miles Edgeworth, who just appears in like one scene, I sent in an audition, 
And if I remember right, Lucia was the first person to respond to say like, hey, this is really good. And you actually sound a lot like our Edgeworth voice actor, which is just, it's perfect. It fits really well. And that was so incredibly cool to me because it was kind of like... Senpai noticed you. Yeah, it was like Senpai noticed me. (laughs) And, um, And then... Later on, I auditioned for other roles when recasting happened and things like that. And I ended up working for Lucia on that. Then we kind of... Well, funny thing is, like, I I had never dated, like, anyone, even though, you know, that sounds ridiculous because I'm so wildly cool. But (laughs) I just wasn't interested. Like, I know that sounds really bizarre, and I can't really explain it to normal human beings who, you know, don't have a ton of baggage, I guess. I don't know. You could psychoanalyze me if you want Haley or Charlie, but I figure that'll just be a bunch of screaming. Um... Wait, wait, can I can I just give a quick sample of, of the screaming yeah, that would please, ensue? Please, please do it. That's basically how it goes down, yeah. But so I had never dated, I had no interest in that. I just always kinda thought romance was Fair stupid. Enough. Like I didn't even like romance movies. I was more into the idea of adventure and going off and seeing the world and being Indiana Jones and that's what I wanted from life. And so I had to in the it. real life, Indiana Jones walked into your door, and then you, all of a sudden you hear, love lifts us up where Actually, we Actually, no, because then I feel like I would have to kill him so I could be Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm absolutely Because I never not. was like, like, I was never like, I love Indiana Jones romantically. I was always like, I want to be Indiana Jones, which is hard to explain, because when you tell people this when you're a kid, they're like, aw, her first crush. And I'm like, ew. No, nah. like, I I want to be him. <laughs> I ain't in, I ain't into the into the whip thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I remember Dalton's voice from this project, even though he was a minor role. And when I was later doing another project, because I kind of keep a mental catalog of voices, he had a very similar voice to what I, um the person I was looking for him to uh, impersonate, almost exactly the same. And so. He randomly pinged me on Tumblr after a couple of years, and he's like, hey, I found your Tumblr. You probably don't remember me. I'm some guy. I'm trying about musical. I wasn't a big role. And I was like, you, record these lines. And <laughs> he was like, okay, Lucia. Yeah. All right, whatever you say, ma'am. <laughs> oh, senpai, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, and, and Lucia, that was not your first project, as I recall, I believe. Oh, we're going even further back. We're going deep cuts here to back when you, uh, let's say, were a bender of Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that story is uh, back when I was 19 and naive. Um, Dave Roman, who was the editor of Nick Magazine, um, back when there was a Nick Magazine, and then a, the right. website at the time, I don't know if he retains that title, wa- had seen a Potter Puppet Pals, you know, and mm-hmm. he thought it was hilarious, and he really wanted to do an Avatar The Last Airbender-type advertisement. And so he hired this guy named Kevin Copa, who's brilliant with props and puppets. Like, he makes amazing things. He hired him to do something like that. So Kevin spends all this time making these beautiful, crafting these gorgeous puppets, and then doesn't have time to write the script. And so I kind of knew Kevin. We were kind of friends. And so he just goes to 19-year-old me and is like, you want to write this? You write quickly. So I did, and it was a terrible experience like oh my god writing for i understand alex hirsch every time you know he kind of tongue-in-cheek complains about disney and i imagine disney is a million times worse because i can't tell you how many things they were like you can't make a joke about that we're in a contract with that company you can't like make fun of that oh we can't make that joke because of political reasons you're like really it's not like i'm doing curse words or anything but 
uh, at the Alas. end, I kind of angrily was like, I'm going to make a Mattel joke. Because Mattel wouldn't release female characters like Katara. They wouldn't make toys of them because they thought right. boys wouldn't buy them. So because Kevin didn't have time to make the female puppets, <laughs> I put a joke in there where it's like, there are no girls in the Avatar universe. Just ask Mattel. And that was me thinking, Kevin and I were like joking about it, like they're going to send that back. But then I guess their contract with them had expired, so Nickelodeon was like, whatever. <laughs> like, I just didn't <laughs> have a problem with it. Um, That's magic. So, yeah, that happened. And uh, Dalton. Yeah. You had your own projects for a while, as I recall. Um, upon researching into your uh, person and character, I, I, oh, I no. discovered a treasure trove of what one can only describe as... Um, Brony things. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so mainly the cults versions. So yes. you can tell he also never had had a girlfriend just by that. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> hey. But he did believe so that, that means friendship you're was dating magic. a recovering brony. I know. I deal with that struggle every <laughs> day. Hey, listen. I understand. I'm a recovering drug addict. I, I understand how hard it is. Basically, you the same thing. You gotta. You, you gotta, gotta really be careful not to watch gotta, an episode because you might backslide. Yeah, and you go. You got to take all those the 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 twelve gallops of uh, recovery <laughs> to get through. I understand, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I guess. Do you have to surrender to a higher power? <laughs> Who's yeah, the that higher high... power. Tara Strong. Tara, um, he knows her. Wait, tell him. Oh yeah, I actually because of the um, the the <laughs> pony fandom, I ended up getting to meet Tara Strong and had dinner with her, and she was very nice. Uh, and then later I ended up helping out advertise I Know That Voice, which was a documentary John DiMaggio yeah, yeah. did, and Tara was big in that. Um, but anyway, before all of that happened, I had done a lot of various, like, internet voice acting projects, fan dubs, radio plays, little things that I'm not particularly proud of now, but, I mean, whoever is proud of the work they did, even, like, a year ago. Um, <laughs> and I didn't really get much of a response sometimes. Uh, a lot of the time people didn't really watch him or I would get the occasional thing like the dub's better or the sub's better, I guess. But just on a whim, I'd seen that some My Little Pony fans had recorded essentially male versions of the characters, probably because there were male voice actors who wanted to do projects for the show and there weren't really any male characters early on. And so I recorded a couple just on a whim on one day and I actually started to get followers and subscribers. Hmm. And, I mean, that was pretty exciting for me. So I kind of jumped down that rabbit hole for a few years of essentially taking scenes from My Little Pony and adapting um, them to being male characters, though trying to keep it as close as possible because I didn't like the idea of, oh, since they're male, their personalities will be completely different. Anyway, long story short, my impressions of those characters ended up being kind of the framework of my voice acting technique uh, wow. Which, in the end, it helped me a lot. There's a character I voice um, uh, that's essentially just a, my male Fluttershy voice, slightly modified. And so now I've wow. just got that backlog of six archetypes I can then draw upon and modify whenever I want to play a character. And who said the ponies weren't good for anything? Exactly. I did. You're quoting I said me. That. The oh, Lucia and I, yeah. We both. You know, okay. my first experience with My Little Pony goes back a lot farther. When I was a kid... Um, they had the 90s My Little Pony, right? Which is like a bunch of the right. ponies going to school. But they also had the 80s version that would play at the same time. And that's the really dark fantasy one where like ponies die, right? 
But I was right. like a toddler, so I didn't really understand that they were two different shows. So I was really confused <laughs> when there was like an episode where this giant bird turns into a mirror and burns their entire house down by reflecting the sun onto it. And all the ponies are like, our friends are dead and now we're homeless. What will we do? And then the next the episode, fuck? it's all like, starlight, sweetheart, melody. We're all late to school now. And I was like, what is happening? Like your house burned down. Why is Clover freaking out about cookies for the cheer off? It, it was well, a very, then. very confused time for me. So what I'm hearing basically is Lucia was into My Little Pony before it wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, exactly When it. the new show came out, uh, the pilot, I mean, I stopped watching it after I was a kid. And when the pilot came out and it seemed like a dark fantasy sort of thing, I really liked it with music. I really liked right. it. But after the pilot, I guess it was too slice of life. Kind of we learned a lesson wasn't really what i was looking for so i fell out of it quickly but dalton i watched um the first four seasons oh, and God. the first movie so i was very into the show i'm pretty sure early on in our dating i made lucia watch the season four premiere with me oh. <laughs> um, charlie and i are actually still wanting to like just like watch the show like now that the fandom <laughs> has died down and no one will yell at you for hating on it we just want to see how confused we'll be and how much we'll actually enjoy it yeah and catalog that have you never seen it no i've, I've seen, seen bits i've seen almost all of the first part of the uh, the first i've seen almost all of the first part of the f- two-parter that starts the show got it i have not seen any of the second part I think and i've seen oh. a bunch of the songs because of voice acting friends who are like this is something that i've heard 30 times that's what i'll say so now that my little pony has taken over our podcast thanks dalton yeah, <laughs> I'm doing a thumbs what up. What other questions do you guys have? I, I Well, actually, uh, going off the same thing, this is why I'm the host, and you don't get to ask the questions. Okay. Oh, yeah, no! Sure. Uh, same channel uh, on Dalton's uh, Brony channel. We were As we were researching, we saw this was happening years ago, and then all of a sudden there were these two posts from very recently, one of which featured a, a comic uh, dub that had the single most adorable sock character I've ever seen in my entire life. Out of all the sock characters. Out of anything I've ever seen. And I we watched a bit of it, and I couldn't finish it because I was having, like, a cute overdose. I couldn't finish it because I had no idea what I was watching. Yeah, so we were very confused, but what was that? <laughs> that was a commission when I had to have wisdom teeth surgery, like emergency, because one of them was... The top ones were in my sinuses, and the bottom ones were tangled in my uh, oral maxillary nerve. So, like, three oral surgeons turned me down. I had to go to the UCLA hospital to get it done. Like, it was a whole ordeal. But my insurance was like, we're all going to cover all of it. So I had to do some emergency commissions. And someone requested a dub of a chapter from a webcomic. The property of hate. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Very nice of them to request it and paid me some money to help with my surgery. And nice. Dalton very sweetly offered to mix it and make it a really nice video because I was originally just offering voice commissions, and I asked Dalton to voice the male character in that. RGB is his name. Yeah. RGB. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so he does this great like Carrie Elway as you wish impression. Oof. So he did that. Uh, a sock is based on my friend's dog, which is this tiny miniature dachshund with long hair. That was accidentally inbred, so he's a little special. <laughs> Named Mika. And so the voice she does for him is kind of what I based it on. It's just like, a sock! Come here! I love you! I love you! Come here! So, 
so cute. And part of that was the writing, but part of that was definitely the voicing. So congratulations. Um, Charlie has something to say. I do. I do. I, I do. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, so here on, on WSNUB. So uh, weirdly, one of the most popular things you've done. Um, is I remember getting a text from Lucia at a, some insane hour in the morning, say, linking me a video and saying, "Here's some great uh, relationship advice. You and your girlfriend should look it over." Oh. And I watched it, and it was some weird YouTube poop of Aladdin, and I laughed really hard. Ah. And then that day on Real Time Fandom, we were aggressively not funny, so we played that video because it was the same day the video came out. And all anyone took from it was that video because there was nothing else of worth in that uh, real-time fandom. And you guys, like, got home and saw that it had, like, a thousand views. Yeah. It was great. I was at work at the time, and Lucia just randomly texted me, like, look at forget about that guy. Check the post. (laughs) Forget about that guy. It's just, I find that song just in concept really funny. Not just because someone sat down and thought that Gilbert Gottfried should have the most musical numbers in anything ever. (laughs) Like even yeah, wait, wait. seems like a stretch. Lu- Lucia, how many songs does Aladdin sing in that movie? Part of one. How many songs does Gilbert Gottfried sing? Two. By himself. <laughs> By himself. <laughs> Two entire songs that are him. In fact, the part that Aladdin sings is just the tiny little duet at the end in one of Iago's songs. Reprising. <laughs> Reprising Iago's, Iago's parts. Part. Yeah. Uh, everything about that. Jasmine's like really upset because Aladdin lied about bringing over Iago, I guess. And so Iago's plan <laughs> to make her make up with Aladdin is to tell her not to make up with Aladdin because she should hate him so much she should do the opposite. And like everything about it in concept is just like so awful, but it blends together to be hilarious. <laughs> and that's why all you have to do is just. Forget, forget about, about that, that guy. guy. Yep. Forget about the way, yeah. We, I, we still I, I, sing that. It was kind of yeah. a just a, a running gag before we made a video because we watched Forget or we watched Forget About Love <laughs> uh, just on YouTube on a whim one day. And we well, were we like, had talked about it before, yeah. about how funny it was, and we talked about uh, how we find The Return to Far just to be a really funny, awful movie and how hilarious it is and how Iago is kind of the best character in the animated series because everyone is so out of character and horrible in the animated series that Iago accidentally ends up often being the voice of reason and morality. Also, <laughs> that the show is weirdly the only canon Disney sequel because Iago is often presented as a good guy. Yeah, in it's media. the only Disney sequel that is canon is Return Right, because in Kingdom Hearts... Yeah, in Kingdom, in Kingdom Hearts, Hearts none of the other sequels guy. are considered except Return of Jafar. It is the only Weird. canon Disney sequel, which is really interesting because it's awful, but I love it. And so, yeah, we just thought that song and Iago in general was so funny, but I tried communicating it. Once in a real-time fandom chat, uh, Charlie, you decided to sing I'm Looking Out For Me. Mm-hmm. And, and you were like, no, was, no, no. I was like, it's no, you have to song. do Forget About Love. And you're like, no, I'm going to do this one. I was like, God, I, just, I need to explain to him why the other one's funnier. And so one day we just decided... We watched the video on YouTube and we're like, why don't we just mix a funny version so that everyone can understand what we see? If I remember right, it was like midnight our time or like yeah. 2 a.m. And we're like, we should go to bed. Hey, do you want to finally make a forget about that guy yeah. video? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I really want to make a double YouTube poop of forget about mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> forget about mom's spaghetti. <laughs> His palms are sweaty. Forget about that mom's spaghetti. 
Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so that's... you two both have an overwhelming obsession with the Aladdin franchise in general. So uh, much so that, in fact, you have written <laughs> an entire sequel all by yourself. I want to sure say did. that proves that we're really obsessed with the Aladdin series, but actually, no, we write sequels and spin-offs and alternate universe. I wrote an entire alternate universe of Sailor Moon just cuz that I never showed anybody. I mean, it's just something we do a lot. <laughs> like like b- before we were dating, that was basically all of our text messages, and after we were dating, it was basically all of our text messages, <laughs> but maybe with some more emojis. But yeah, with an occasional <laughs> winky face. <laughs> that's that was seriously how we courted each other. It was like, hey, hey, uh, Tales of Symphonia. Let's write a story about Zelos, our favorite character. Or hey, our favorite trash lord, Haruhi Suzumiya, and Oran High School Host Club. Let's write a crossover of it, that's and then the they switch Haruhi's. <laughs> um, so it's Judy did a uh, Skype nanigans of a reading of the your what if Return of Your Far were good script and it was referenced in the back to the future dub we were wondering now if we could do a little scene from it in the show yeah Absolutely. after the break i actually i have a song also um maybe i'd like to show you i once wrote a sitcom based on dragon ball z and i wrote a theme song for it <laughs> and it's a sitcom like those 90s and 80s ones like full house and growing pains <laughs> so if you guys like that's on our, our channel actually our knights of bardicry channel Ah. With instrumentals and everything. So yeah. Speaking is... Speaking of Knights of Bardicry, um uh you also have a wonderful running project right now. One that I am actually a fan of. Really? Uh yes. Really? I'm I It's it's fantastic. So tell us about Eyes Like Yours. Oh man. Eyes Like Yours uh started as I've I mean, I'm a woman of color. I know, I know, nobody wants to hear this, but you know it's hard growing I up do. when all of your role models on TV and in movies are all white males, you know? You don't ever feel like anyone's you. In fact, the only shows I ever remember having Latina women in them had this weird trope where she was like the popular girl in school, she was really rich, and she was really mean. Like, she was always just picking on the main character. It seemed that that's what she existed for. And that was very hurtful because I came from a very poor family. I mean, there was a portion of her life where we didn't even have a fridge. So I, I wasn't the super wealthy, mean, nasty girl. In fact, you know, it was more often for people to be picking on me because I am teeny tiny and I write a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, I, I think younger me wasn't as hurt by the bullying because I don't think she understood that was happening. <laughs> but... um still not seeing yourself anywhere kind of is this very isolating feeling and there's this kind of unique experience to latino people i think sometimes where i mean i don't know if it's unique but from my perspective you know you get told things like go back to your country right and it's just this hurtful Mm -hmm. thing of like this is my country you know i don't have another country (laughs) um Mm -hmm. that that feeling of belonging can be absent and you can feel, you know, you feel just as American or patriotic as anyone else, but no one else sees you that way. You have this otherness. So Eyes Like Yours was very much me wanting to put 
put strong women of color in leading roles and something cool. You know, I didn't just want it to be the stereotypical, you go girl, now let's go shopping thing, which for some reason in the 90s was what they decided women wanted. Uh, right. I wanted them to be real fleshed out characters, flawed and interesting. And I wanted them to be the main characters. I wanted them to be people. I didn't want it to just be about romance, which is what a lot of um, women's media is about. So mm-hmm. that's basically what it was. I made an urban fantasy story called Eyes Like Yours, and the main characters are a Latina girl and an Arabic girl. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> well done. then Lucia just one day came to me with the script and was like, hey, I wrote a pilot for this show, and I'm looking for voice actors. Would you be willing to read for this? And I just I didn't even need to hear it. I was like, yes, absolutely I would. <laughs> And so I ended up being cast as Mikhail, who is a recurring character. Well, I think the best part is I pitch it to you as this character is my favorite character that, of you know, besides the main characters, like this person's one of my favorites, like they have a really good story. I need someone with the vocal chops to do it. And you were super psyched. And then you read the script and you're like, wait, he's mute? <laughs> I guess we should probably talk about the premise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'll let you do it. No, why don't you? So it's... Uh, it's an urban fantasy show, kind of uniquely drawing in elements from different mythologies all over the world, not just specifically, the, you know, the European mythology of, like, dragons and chimeras. And fairies. Um, and fairies, yeah. It's really bringing in a lot of creatures like rakshasas uh, and hamadryads and... Tehuantles, um, Xiaolongs. Yeah, just diff- different creatures from all over the world. Um, and the premise is essentially that... Tengu. Tengu as well, yeah. The premise is essentially that the barrier around our world starts to weaken. Yeah, it, the premise is just that a long time ago, you know, all these mythological creatures, they were real. Um, but that at some point, humanity was able to erect a barrier between our world and, you know, basically create two worlds and erect a barrier between them. The old world is called Lemuria, and our current world is our world. And so there was this great exodus of humanity from that old world. And that's why we don't find any artifacts of these ancient creatures, but we find tons of writing and pictures of them made by humans. Mm. Um, so yeah, that the main character messes up and basically breaks time and space, and so this wall starts weakening, and creatures start coming in through the barrier and riding through the streets. And then it's up to them to fix it. Even while they're dealing with classic millennial problems, like, you know, trying to pay rent. Because... One of my favorite lines was in um, the Over the Garden Wall dub uh, when when Greg throws the pennies in the fountain. You're like, no, we're millennials. That's the most money we'll ever see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And the sound design in Eyes Like Yours is also fantastic. Um, It's it's magnifique, as Charlie just did the hand gesture for Um, uh, who who's behind that? I really appreciate you saying that because that was me just trying my hardest. Sound design's not, it wasn't something I'd ever done before. I'd heard it a lot because I'd done voice direction. So I basically just sat at a computer kind of up all night trying to make it work. And I've been learning since then. It's just been me, unfortunately. I really wish I had more help because <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> I, I personally volunteer my help because this project is something I can really get behind. It's also pioneering in a, in a genre that's not exactly prolific urban fantasy um it's it's sort of like cyberpunk in that way where it's like niche enough where it becomes so interesting and rich just in its aesthetic so 
I'm a, I'm a big fan. But unfortunately, uh, that means so much to me coming from someone as talented as you. My first introduction to you. Oh, was stop! Playing a song of yours. Um, and at first, you know, everyone seemed kind of like, oh, come on, we want to start the dub. But then it was really good. And it was so funny because I think <laughs> my feelings were perfectly reacted in the chat. Where at first people were like, what is this? Let's get to the dub. But then it like really won me over. And I was like, no, this is really artful and like really good. And everyone in the chat was like, actually, I really dig this. <laughs> and I well, think that, you're a, that that, a was, that of was the first introduction to you I ever had. Uh, there to were... the point that I couldn't understand that there was another Haley in the cast for a while. Because, <laughs> you know, you had, like, eclipsed my idea of all Haley's, and it took a while before Charlie was able to parse for me, like, Lucia, it's Haley and Haley. <laughs> th well, there, were other... there can be only one, so. There were other introductions to her you had before that. She was in uh, the Tiba entry I did as the new prosecutor, yeah. and I, was, I suggested her for the voice of Dan Avedan in something you were working on. Oh, that was oh, your that's project. Right. That was I worked on Dan's laugh for so long. So so the Dan what? Avedan thing is actually um in <laughs> season two of Eyes Like Yours we're planning a musical episode that we've already written some songs for. And oh. the basis of it is there's like the this male siren sort of thing called an Adaro. And so he's oh. very dramatic and he makes everyone sing. Right, that's that's beautiful. that's our weak premise for making everyone sing in this. And I was like, man, maybe we should hire Danny Sexbang to play the Adaro. And then Charlie was like, well, that doesn't work out. You can have my friend do an impression. She sounds a lot like Danny Sexbang. I try my best. <laughs> so he is my absolute fucking idol. Did I? I, I met them, you know. Really, I, I met hear the they're grumpies. really nice. They're fantastically nice. I met them in person. I hung out in the cold and the rain for two hours after seeing them live, and I got to meet them, shake their hands, and, and I they, hugged Danny. And was they it worth it? Every fucking pneumonia of it. He repeated <laughs> oh real-time fandom back to you. Yeah, yeah. He said, are you in an improv troupe? Because I was talking to him, because he inspired me to, A, get clean and off the drugs in the first place, and B, go to the Upright Citizens Brigade. And uh, he was like, oh, cool. I talked to him about, you know, UCB, because he went to the same place that I go to now, and and we talked about that, and then he was like, are you in a troupe? And I was like, sort of, kind of, we have this online thing called Real-Time Fandub, where we, like, mute shows and, and dub the sound, and he was like, Real-Time Fandub, and I was like, that's fucked up! <laughs> <laughs> I was I was losing it too. I was trying to keep my composure so hard, like and not break down crying. Like you're my fucking inspiration in the world. You're I the love you. In my life, you're my inspiration. Are you singing randomly? <laughs> yeah. Just hold him and start singing. Just singing songs. And then he, if he sang back, then you know it's true love. Then so. you know it's true. meant to be. Yeah. If you. <laughs> I say spew. If you blow chunks and she goes running, it was never meant to be. But if you puke and she comes to your side, you were destined to be together. <laughs> that's that's some uh, that's some Mike Myers wisdom for you. But unfortunately, wait, the horror creature or the uh, the actor? The horror creature. I don't understand okay, the difference. Yeah. <laughs> we have to take a brief commercial break, but when we're back, we're going to have more Lucia and Dalton, more Iago, and more gushing about Dan Avedan and how I want to have his babies. That sh I didn't say that. What? Who said that? Is <laughs> there an echo in here? Of let's be honest predator? here, though. Mostly more Iago. Mostly more Iago. We're going to have quite a bit of Iago. Two songs, at least. At least Iago. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. And we're off.
Do you suffer from remembering a guy too much? <laughs> I do! All the time! It's well, just guy! Try new placebo. Forget about that guy. Whoa! It will help you forget about the way you fell into his eyes. Just really? one pill. And hear your brain start to hear voices. Forget about that guy. Forget about that guy. Forget about that guy. I comes can't in, stop it. Comes in one soothing flavor. Gilbert Gottfried. Ah! Maybe someday we'll have a second one, like... Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Everyone get down! Forget about the guy. The guy get in your head. Chopper. Forget about him. <laughs> Side effects, man. Including erectile dysfunction. And death. And death. 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 Ask your doctor if forget about that guy is right for you. And the answer will be yes, because we set our pharmaceutical reps over there to wine and dine him to make sure he prescribes that to everyone he can. And if he doesn't, well, then you'd best forget about that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Brought to you by Walt Disney Corporation. Do you... Dear? It's, It's a very philosophical question. Yeah. Do you? It's it rhymes. It has meaning. They're words. We we have our new philosophical talk show. We're really having trouble getting people watching it, so we paid for ad space on uh, the Super Bowl. So hi sports fans. Uh we're not gonna edit this commercial. Did a good sport. I hear those baby bears won. Good job, we babe. brought the sports fans here to represent yeah, your we brought, reactions. We brought sports fans into the studio so that the com- the, the commercial would be relevant because we don't sports. I I saw a sport once. He was he was a good sport. Was he? He was a good good. But yeah. was he? These are the kinds of questions we mm. ask mm. on think think yes yes think think yes yes. Uh, oh. We should have written the time slot down. We don't know how to edit the... Uh, what were, it what was cut? like... Right? It was like... Wait, are we cutting now? Just, just go on go on the radio all the time, and you'll find us. Probably. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> oh, all the... Oh, my we gosh. Have, we bought how an are, entire wait. bandwidth. How are we paying for that? We, What is currency, really? You know, these are the types of... Que- and then they Dalton got canceled. Dalton Broback was a normal guy. Hi, I'm Dalton. And now he's learning that being a normal guy is too boring to have a movie made out of it. Hey, Dalton, you're boring. You can't have a movie made about you. Screw you. I'm going to make the best movie about myself. But then Dalton discovers that the movie was inside him all along. Oh, oh, God. There's a dragon coming out of my chest. Oh, oh, it's Gilbert Godfrey. Turns out your movie was a fantasy movie. Oh, there's too much. Oh, oh, help. Help. Warner Brothers Pictures presents the movie inside. Rated PG-13. And we're back. I really, I'm starting to think that Next year is going to be a disaster. I mean, there's a new movie every week. I just can't. Yeah, I, I know. There's no original content. Even the movies about like new things have like allusions to other movies in them. Like Even that, the that Dalton movie about movies bursting out of a guy's chest. <laughs> yeah, it's about them. other movies. <laughs> I actually I did read somewhere that uh, 
this year there's like a new blockbuster every week or yeah. every two weeks, and people are predicting that the film industry is going to collapse because of it. Yeah, because these wow. are multi-million dollar <laughs> movies that have no chance to make back their budgets. Except Marvel. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Marvel's just going to be the only... We're just going to move into an era where all movies are just Marvel movies. Marvel. <laughs> you know, I'm really sad that DC is struggling so much because... I feel like it shouldn't be that hard to make a DC universe. I mean, g- can yeah. confirm that when we weren't planning an Aladdin music or an Aladdin sequel, there was another time when we said, an "Okay, how how would we do? How would we do our own DC cinematic universe?" Yep. And we wrote up three phases, yep. all the movies, yep. and it's like it, I don't think it would be that hard. It wouldn't. No, it's just they're lazy. And yeah. they're rushing it. They're like, oh, we need to catch up with I also, Marvel. I think yeah. they're hiring writers that don't necessarily understand why people love these characters, as evidenced by yeah. the Superman movies, where it's mm-hmm. like, he's this alien, and he keeps letting a bunch of people die, you know? As opposed and to he's also Jesus. Yeah. yeah. As, a, uh, as opposed to exploring what actually makes Superman, the fact that he's just a boy from Kansas, who all of a sudden can fly and shit, you know? Like, he's like the nicest yeah. guy from Kansas. The, the alien thing is a surprise to him. That's not a part of his identity. And I think yeah. they focus to be too fair, much on it. To be fair, I think that they just ripped off Goku anyway. So it's yeah. really... Well, of course. But to be fair, also, Goku <laughs> is the greatest, deepest character in cinema history. And really, I think every character has shades of Goku. Like really? um, Harry Potter. Yep. And the and, Monkey King. And um Sherlock Holmes. And Jesus Christ. J- Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Uh, Alexander Hamilton. And Zeus. Mm-hmm. Z- yeah. Oh no, Zeus? not Zeus Hercules. Sorry. Zeus was the real father banging everyone. Zeus was Bardock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's what Bardock's movie was about. <laughs> yes. I didn't watch it was about it. Zeus. It was about banging everyone, yeah. Coming into their windows. No wonder Vegeta hates Goku. <laughs> Your dad yeah. banged my mom, Kakarot. <laughs> We could Your dad banged me. True story. I, I've met Chris Sabat, Vegeta's voice actor, a few times at conventions, and I'm usually dressed up as Kid Trunks, so I always call him Dad when I see him. And he's just been amazing. Like, every single time he goes <laughs> with it, he'll be like, Son, where's your Saiyan pride? <laughs> Brilliant. Or he'll be like, Get out of here. And I'm like, I can't. Mom grounded me. Literally. <laughs> well, actually, funny story. One of the first times Charlie and I hung out, it was sort of like, I, I'm I'm like a hobbyist voice actor, and he's like a real voice actor. Well, I'm not real. I'm not real. I'm a figment. <laughs> I I I'm more of a more of an ideal than a person. I see. But then yeah, so basically I was like, hey, this was like my I, this was my thought process. I was like, Charlie's loud. He's a voice actor. And there's no one around to be annoyed. So I literally, I just went, hey, go Super Saiyan for me. And then... Oh, you want me to do it now? Yeah, go Super Saiyan okay. for me. Yeah. Away right, from the mic, yeah. preferably. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> yeah, basically that. There and then go, we had man. to start a Saiyan off. And it was great. It was a lot of fun. It's great way to let off steam. it showed you that you had the power to be a voice actor all along. Yeah, it, it was, was inside of me. The, the, inside the, of the like cartoons the were inside of you. Yeah, and then Goku, I passed Goku in my stool. Yeah, and I, had I remember to, that. I had to push it around with a stick to make sure it came out. Because it was my first time coming over, and you were in the bathroom for like... Yeah, and I was sitting on the toilet going... Ah! And I'm like, hey, like, are you, are you, 
And um, yeah, so basically there was uh, the, then Goku came out of the bathroom with her, and I was mm-hmm. I was totally thrown absolutely off. covered in semen. Yeah, semen. <laughs> yeah. Well, Where did you find semen? I was... Wow. All right. <laughs> I don't understand what were all those sailors doing at your house. Oh yeah, semen. The semen were just at its arms, you know, like like real like uh, village people. Types. I meant to yeah. say feces, to be fair, but semen is great. <laughs> Um, it's actually because there's a Tim Minchin joke where he's like, there was a guy in a barber shop, and he had the the sheet over him, and uh, the lady saw some movement under the sheet, and it looked very suggestive, and she threw the sheet off of him, and he was just cleaning his glasses, and then she was like, oh, sorry, I thought you were doing something different, and he's like, nope, just cleaning my glasses. They were absolutely covered in semen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tim Minchin. I got to see him um, live one time at the Reason Rally, and it was freezing cold in D.C., and it was raining, and Tim Minchin comes out on stage and interrupts somebody else, and he starts jumping. He's like, everyone just jump for warmth. You know, jump for Jesus, jump for Jesus, jump for Jesus to go away. And then he just ran off the stage. <laughs> all he did. Wow. Oh, the best. I mean, he had a show earlier, but like, he just disappeared. <laughs> he just he just came to the Freezing Reason concert so that he can jump up and tell people to tell Jesus, Jesus to go away. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All story. right. Well, actually, interestingly enough, we have Jesus in the studio with us. What? That's correct. Oh, God, yeah. no. Dude, I've been, like, turning down his calls for so long. This is going to be uh, awkward. We did our research, and we looked into that, and so, Jesus, oh, how are God. you doing? Uh, Lucia, I have two voices. Of course you do, Lucia. I've, I've been calling you. No, we're not friends, okay? Everyone is my friend. No, okay? I really think it's gross that you go around telling a bunch of white people your name is Jesus. The name is Jesus, okay? You got a problem with us or something? Well, uh, of course not. Hey, Sus, don't talk to me like you nos me, okay? I, um, this I, this is more than I don't talk for. to me like you nos me. Um, I I forgive you. Your mother's name is Maria. You're gonna tell me you're a white boy now. Um, yeah. Bitch, you were born in the Middle East. N- not according to some points. Of you were view. Jewish. Uh, I was apparently born in the United States. You're just a mess of minorities I'm... trying to pretend to okay, be white. Look, I have to be honest. That's very be interesting honest. point, actually. I'm from Krypton. <laughs> what? Whoa! <laughs> I was born. Well, I wasn't born in Kansas, but that's where I grew up. I'm from Krypton. I'm Superman. Also, Planet Vegeta. I'm Goku. Are you telling me your mom's name wasn't Maria? It was Martha. Martha! Yes. Martha! Mm. I'm sorry, oh. yes. Martha! That's me. Bruce, not now. I'm, I'm talking to sorry. James, man. We gotta get Batman out of the studio. He shows up every fucking week. <laughs> Batman! Martha! Guys, Martha! so I actually Batman. have a good okay, friend. Okay, okay, get, get the prodding rod! I, I have this really good friend called uh, Edward Nashton, although mm-hmm. he prefers to go by a different name if you guys want to... Talk to him. Hello, listeners. My name is Edward Nigma, the Riddler, and oh. welcome to the Edward Nigma show. Well, Ed, actually, we were just riddle me this. We were just talking about a good friend of yours called Batman. You really like Batman, right? I will destroy Batman. Martha! Batman. Hey, Riddler. What can? Hey, riddle me this. What can a guy leave the ventriloquist everywhere for another guy? Gay. What? How dare you suggest are you, are you gay? that I would stoop you to your level? Are you gay? No. Ah, yeah. Of, co- of course uh, not. 
I, I'm I, Robin the Boy Wonder. Are you gay? Are you gay? Wait, Wait, I wear short oh, shorts, I, and I'm not. I have a question for Edward. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about Jim Carrey? I think he's a buffoon who could never capture my brilliance. Gay. Whoa. Gay. I, I will kill all of you. Gay. And then I will leave riddles on your corpse for Batman to solve, okay. but he won't be able to because he's right here and he's going to be good. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm enacting, I'm enacting, I'm enacting podcast martial law right now, all right? I'm in charge here. Let's try to settle this like adults here, all right? Batman? Yeah. Batman? Yeah. No more calling things gay. It's no. your one rule. You no. can't call things gay. Okay. Right? Okay. Enigma? Yes. Jim Carrey is a saint. No. You have to accept this. Mm. All right. If if we must, if I must admit that Jim Carrey is a saint, then Batman's not allowed to call anything gay anymore. Is that correct? Those are the rules. Riddle me this, Batman. Yeah. What do you call a homosexual person? A normal human being like anybody <laughs> else. I got oh, you, shit! Batman. The answer is Real gay. You can never solve this riddle. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Nigma, <laughs> whoa! All right, so he's just gone now. Batman, <laughs> how are you doing? He just fell into my trap. It's oh, with bats! They have it's leashes filthy. and they're really hungry and they go woof woof. Those bats will <laughs> eat them. Ba- Batman, those, those, those are dogs. Uh oh! Uh oh! I'm scared of bats. What am I hearing? Not Wait, dogs! Come on in here, whoever that is laughing. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, Joker? <laughs> Hey, bats! Wow, this is chaos. Joker, Joker, Joker. I'm an agent Joker, Joker! What? I heard you were running for president against Lex Luthor. No, 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 that's Donald Trump. No, it's you versus Lex Luthor. (laughs) You caught me. (laughs) Oh, that would explain the election! Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, it is. This election is just the Joker versus Lex Luthor. And Lex Mm. Luthor, you know, everyone's like, you're a corporatist who doesn't care about the little person, and you're just enriching yourself, and, you know, you're doing some really shady things with other countries that aren't really allies of ours. And Lex Luthor's like, yeah, but, you know, if you're with the other guy, he's probably going to poison the water, so what are you going to do? To be fair, I would not equate myself with the likes of Donald Trump. That is a true villain. (laughs) But... I don't think you're avoiding the question here. Are you going to poison the water? Of course I am. Okay, just making sure. At least he's open about it. We had this great joke about the Joker being like that he's going to give. Well, Haley, you should do it. He says he's going to give everyone health care. And he's like, bone marrow transplants for everyone. Trust me, you're going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, woo, free health care. And Lex Luthor's freaking out. Like, he literally just said he's going to give you all cancer. And they're like, well, would you give us free health care? And he's like, no, it's not viable right now. And everyone's like, boo, Joker, Joker. <laughs> well, I, I do try to appeal to the masses. <laughs> also, the Joker says that he would put a woman on his ticket as vice president. So everyone cheers that he's a progressive. And like, he's <laughs> like, it's literally Harley Quinn. She's psychotic. And the news is all like, Lex Luthor. Um, was caught saying that he doesn't believe a woman could be vice president because she's psychotic. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> She'd quote be psychotic. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! It's very true. Meanwhile, Wonder Woman of the Green Party had this to say. I think that are the cause of global warming. If we just get rid of all men, it'll be fine. <laughs> and I am Martian Manhunter, her vice president. I also think we should get rid of fire, 
and humanity <laughs> humanity is the cause of its own destruction. So basically, oh, we throw all men on a fire. Well, that's Ooh, funny that's because Martian Manhunter would then have to shapeshift into a woman for the entirety of her term. It's pretty why, great. Why do you think that would be a problem? You think it would be a problem? Absolutely not. Oh, all right then. Well, then we got ourselves a, a race here, ladies and gentlemen. We have <laughs> I know the Joker and Harley life. Quinn. We have the Joker and Harley Quinn versus Wonder Woman and uh, and Martian, Martian Manhunter, Man uh, otherwise known as John 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 John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then Donald Trump and Lex Luthor. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's Lex Luthor and Tim Kaine. Oh yes, and then Trump, <laughs> then just Trump Pence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To round off the uh, the supervillain ticket. Yeah, and then it, it's. I think Lex Luthor initially, you know, he has big brand recognition. People see him as um, a successful businessman. He'd be winning at first until the Riddler leaked his emails. And he <laughs> talks about wanting to kill Superman. <laughs> yep, that's that's about yep. the shape of it. Yep. And that would be a very fun election. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But who's the Libertarian candidate? That's the one I don't. Oh, that would be um, that would be Rand Paul. <laughs> Rand Paul. Yeah, it's all these super villains and heroes and Rand Paul. Well, Rand Paul, Ayn Rand. You got the I, Rand Rand ticket. Rand Rand. Rand Rand. Rand Both ticket. the Rands. I Rand think Paul and RuPaul. Commissioner it's, Gordon it's would the, have been. It's the Rand Brand. I think I think Commissioner Gordon would have been the Bernie Sanders. Really. <laughs> I want to do what's right for Gotham, but like Lex Luthor just buries I really, him. I really like, want to well, see. I want to see either Bernie Sanders. As uh, Commissioner Gordon, or Gary Oldman as Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that would okay, be pretty I'm, fantastic. Is it just I'm me? Commissioner or did... Gordon, and I believe we need to put our trust in the Batman. Also, the Batman. in me, not in Lex Luthor. And corporations. And corporations. <laughs> Lex Luthor is the 1%. Batman is a man of the people. He surely is not a rich 1%er. I stake my career on it. Oh, no. Listen, Lex Luthor is a great guy. I love him. ISIS is bad. Building walls. Bernie Sanders, love him. Hate him. Whatever you want. We're going to have money, gold, riches, bitches. You name it. We got it. My mouth looks like a butthole, and you want to kiss it. That's actually amazing. <laughs> the trick is the fingers. You gotta have the, the fingers. fingers. Yeah, you the look fingers. like you're playing Squeezy like eyes. paper football here. Yeah, you gotta do either paper football hands or jerking off two tiny dicks. <laughs> or or to um, what it's is great, it? Uh, one does not simply. Both of those, Lucy and I both like mind them to be like like this. Oh, he does <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, exactly. Let me paper <laughs> football, tiny dicks. Tiny dicks. <laughs> well, uh, there for are his tiny hands because. Because pussies are too gr- big to grab. There are um, ghosts next to uh, Mr. Trump at all times that he is jerking off. Yes. That's not, that is not like a That's a where all the ectopalism comes from. Yeah. L- l- let me be clear. I do not, my presidency, my administration does not uh, in any way uh, support <laughs> Donald Trump uh, jacking off ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to hear an actual address you know, from the Obama. The ghost would respond, thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Not my president. So actually, oh, no. now oh, that we have no. you guys here, we oh, were talking no! about. All right, I fixed it. We were talking about how we totally wanted to do, um, like a Batman little 
uh, presidential debate between the Joker and Lex Luthor. And so we were like, but who could possibly do the Joker? And now we have Haley. Yep, That's have me. Joker. That's me, toots. That would be perfect. It would be flawless. It would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> I I am actually I'm guilty of when I'm alone in a car practicing the Joker laugh, and that is a sad. noble pursuit. I think. It's sad. It's sad and terrifying because if I have the windows down and then someone rolls up next to me at a traffic light, they just see me like fucking ten feet away, just like. <laughs> <laughs> And they're just like, okay, driving through red light, don't <laughs> care. Like, oh, look, okay. a happy clown. Well, you know, that's how Mark Hamill invented the laugh. He yeah, would that drive is, to his audition, and he yeah. was like, I mm-hmm. need a crazy laugh. And so we were just sitting in L.A. traffic, and we were like, I can't do the Joker laugh, I need to practice it. Your Joker laugh is incredible. You know, Haley, you might be Telltale Games' only hope. Because <laughs> Mark, Mark Hamill is going to be Luke Skywalker soon. The reason I say this is because um, in the original Arkham games, you know, they had Kevin Conroy as Batman and Mark Hamill as the Joker. But when they did Arkham Origins, Mark Hamill, you know, was no longer in it. So they got Troy Baker to do the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now Telltale Games couldn't get Kevin Conroy. So Troy Baker is doing Batman. But what's going to happen when the Joker shows up? Because Troy Baker was the Joker, but now he's Batman. Haley, you have to rescue them and be the Joker. I have to rescue Telltale. You have to and rescue them. But my thing is, like, every voice actor who does the Joker either tries to do a Hamill impression or they do, like, some of one of their own. Um, like, I've always been a fan of John DiMaggio's, actually. I found mm-hmm. it, like, really off-putting. But I've always, always, always wanted to do super, super gay Joker. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if I was to do it, I would be like, well, bats, isn't it time for you to die? <laughs> Just like really, really gay, but he's super in the closet about it, and that's why he's evil. <laughs> and that that adds a whole other dimension to his relationship with Harley Quinn. Exactly, so like, that's why he's so abusive to her. Eyes like yours, no joke. One of the characters, Adaba, who is gay, and one of his big things about why he's he's struggling is because his super traditional family doesn't accept mm-hmm. that. And there's hints throughout the show that there might be something going on with him. Um, so I don't want to say too much and spoil the season finale, but look out for that brother. It's one of Atiyah's brothers, Adiba, and what's going on with him and his struggles. And Yeah. yeah. Uh, Atiyah's got well, quite we a just few got brothers, the scoop. and you would be very um, – it would be wise to watch them because they have stuff. Can you name stuff. all of them? <laughs> Do yes, they have stuff and things? Do they have stuff and things? Stuff and things and things and stuff. Whoa! That's a lot. Dalton, can you name all of Atiyah's brothers? Can you? For the money! Okay. For the money! Survey says... Um, And you have to do an impression of their voices when you name them. Oh my god. Yeah. So, there's the little brother, Seba. Okay. Then there's Atiyah, the sister. And then older than her are... um, Hemsa and Sita, the two twin brothers. Um, then there's, um, Thalata? No. No, 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 I skipped, oh, you God. You skipped Areva, the I one skipped, we were uh, just talking about. I don't remember the order. So then there's Areva, who is quite, um, posh and collected, and the one we've been talking about. Then there's Thalata, who's very rough and loud. Then there's Ethmani, who's a bit of a tiaboo, to be honest. He thinks BBC Sherlock is superior to any American show. He wears Union Jack shirts and has a French-British Wait. accent. And then the oldest, the eldest brother is Wah- is Wahid, and he has no sense of humor. He has no sense of humor, and those are Atiyah's brothers. Yeah. Oh, boom! 
so what remember was your when Atia we... impression? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name's Atia. I'm so cute. Everybody loves me because I'm one of the nicest, sweetest characters in the show. Demi, you want to be friends? Yeah. <laughs> That's your impression no. of Lucia? Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's perfect. Lucia, I thought you were Lucia, in. Lucia, I'm, I'm working on my impressions of all the casts. All right. All right. <laughs> so. I want to see if I can get uh, Lucia, but I don't. I don't know if I, I think got Demi. It yet. Instead of going higher, like it'd be lower. It'd be yeah. just kind of like. <laughs> I kind of. Th- she kind of talks like matter of fact about everything. But there's a being defeated in like everything she says. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. See, there you go. Right. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Well. All right. I see, there you that. go. Perfect impression. It's, 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 that, it's also my wort impression as well. Yeah. Well, this is my My Chemical Romance mixtape. I guess I'll just throw it in the river with everything else <laughs> I love. <laughs> Hi, Debbie. It's me, Atia. Oh, we're going to be best friends. I'm so glad we had a class together. Friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so not only is that a perfect Demi and Atia, it would also be a perfect wort and Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rock fact. Rocks. <laughs> Rocks. <laughs> so you guys wanted to do a part of the the script. What scene did we, you want to do? What's your what do you would you what are, what scene are you most proud of in Which your scene? Rewrite? Do you least want to forget about? Oh God, I don't know. Um... Could it be the Jafar? Jafar coming out of the lamp. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. There's lamp one scene I actually like where Razul uh, shows up and Aladdin has this like burn against Razul that I always explain to people, which makes it, I guess, not a very good line, but I love it. <laughs> well, the joke is Razul doesn't really get it. Get anyway. it, yeah. I would be down for Re- either of those. Well, one of them has more characters, though, so let's give us all something to do. Okay, that, that scene has more characters, so let's see. Yeah, first. you could be Jim Cummings, Haley. I can be Jim Cummings. <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> no, no, try That's close. Now, okay. do that doing a pirate voice. Oh, so, Haley, you <laughs> Results. Um, <laughs> Wonderful Alton thing Charlie, about Which one of you will be Aladdin? <laughs> hmm. Whoever's not Aladdin is probably the thief. The thief. Yeah. Oh, and then the other no. one's Iago. Unless one of you's Iago and I'll be the thief. Whichever. It doesn't matter. You be, okay? You, take... you okay? No. You know what? Uh, Lucia, you be the thief. Okay. So you'll be. Iago. You're gonna be Gilbert Godfrey. I'm gonna be Gilbert. Can Godfrey. you Gilbert and Godfrey? Oh, I can Gilbert Godfrey. Okay. Oh, so I think good. the line it starts at. Sir, please, I'm so hungry. Oh, I can get it. All right, you, is it in the Skype chat? Oh, I'll put it in. Yeah, Damn give, it! It, give it, give that to us. Do it now, motherfucker! You, you, get you a didn't save it? <laughs> oh, I thought we were friends. Well, I'm not. Uh, I'm on Haley's computer. Haley, yeah. Why didn't you save it? I thought we were friends. Haley never received it. I have never it. known either of you ever in my life. I actually wrote an I original hit song my for head this. recently. I wrote an entirely original song, and then we revamped a lot of the existing songs. Anyway, um, at the end. Okay, where the are end we world. going? So, where are we going? Uh, page it's the line, sir, please, I'm so hungry. Sir, please. On what page? What are they numbered? Uh, they're not really numbered. Oh, I 21. Guess 21. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. It's a 72-page script, actual full it says movie. It says, nine, well, okay, here we go. Here we go. 20, 21. Sir, where, where's, sir, what is what? Sir, oh. please, I'm so, oh, oh, yeah, where the little cursor is. Got, yeah. Oh, beautiful. I have a cursor, too. Oh, okay. I don't. Are you ready? Who yeah. Who are going to read stage directions? 
yeah. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do my I'll do my announcer voice. So what okay, am I? I'm perfect. Jim Cummings and the announcer. Yeah, Razul's name will show Good, up. Good, because Razul comes in at the end of the scene, so this works. Okay. Perfect. Right. Sir, please. I'm so hungry. My whole family is starving. Please help. Aladdin takes out of his bag a gold a bag of gold and offers her a handful of gold coins. Here. This should last you a while. Kind sir. I can't carry such heavy coin. Won't you please help me bring it home? Smiles warmly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, bless you. This way. The old woman walks down a dark alleyway. Iago lands on Aladdin's shoulder. Don't do it, kid! It's a scam! I thought I told you to get. Aladdin follows her, totally unaware. The woman leads him into an empty warehouse. You live here? Where's your family? Some armed men come out. The woman removes her face cover. He unwraps the baby, and it turns out to be a cutlass. Oh. Aladdin makes a break for the door, and the thieves surround him, so he can't escape, inching forward with her, their cutlasses. Be careful, boys. We don't want to get any blood on those nice clothes of his. Hey, now, fellas, you really don't want to do this. I don't think you know who I am. Oh, yes, we do. You're the rich fool who's been giving out free gold all morning. Presses the tip of his sword against Aladdin's throat. I, uh, see your point. Iago flies in the window, holding a bread loaf. Hey, kid! Catch! Iago throws the loaf at Aladdin. He catches it, looking confused. <laughs> Anyone hungry? The thieves laugh and charge, but suddenly guards run by the window. They were chasing Iago. There's the bird! There's the bread! There's the bird and the bread! Stop, thief. Thank you, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> the guards climb in through the window, intending to arrest Aladdin. Then they see who it is. You? Oh, hey, Razul. Scatter! The thieves scatter. The guards give chase, arresting them as they catch them. Iago lands on Aladdin's shoulder. Eesh! All this for a loaf of bread? Aladdin pats Razul on the arm. Never been so glad to see you, old pal. Great job apprehending those violent criminals. I'll make sure to put in a good word for you at the palace. I take the bird is with you, then you'll be paying for that. Or do I need to chase you around the marketplace like old times? You're losing things, the Winnie the <laughs> Things never change with you, do they? Yes, I'll cover it. Aladdin takes out his money bag, giving Razul the payment. There. Happy? No. Razul <laughs> turns to go. Oh, and one more thing. Aladdin flips an additional coin into Razul. To Razul, Razul catches it. For your trouble, maybe get yourself a tall, cool glass of water. He puts extra emphasis on the last word. Grr. Razul storms out, furious. Catch you later. So, so the whole get yourself a tall, cool glass <laughs> of water one because you know they're in the desert. So, like, cool down, Razul. But also because Razul tried to drown him, and I don't know why oh, all the movies forget about this. Oh fuck! But also, cool, also a tall glass of water can be a woman, like a curvaceous tall woman. So like, like you know, wait, are you telling me that we've accomplished a triple entendre? Yep, That's Aladdin right. just told Razul to go f himself. Yep, That's yep. What he just high five. A triple entendre. Yeah, yeah. That's so there you go. Now you, That's you got. 15. What? So now that you've seen a single scene, Haley, what do you think? I think it is absolute magic. We need to animate the entire thing and then get our fucking asshole suit off of our bodies by death. That's what, what we've I been said! Saying. I know! 
I say I'm, ready, let's, I'm ready to let's get bite the bullet. Asshole suit. Disney does that, right? They go. They're like, listen, we're going to sue, not you, but specifically but your, your anus. Well, that's um, that's a police uh, seizure thing, isn't it? That they, what is it called? I forget what it's called, but they can sue items, mm-hmm. like actual physical. Oh, civil oh. forfeiture. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, Bullshit. they can they can put your your civil seizure property and put it on trial if a crime occurred there. Like drug use <laughs> is usually the one. And so, the crappy yeah. thing is, your property is not entitled to representation like you are. So it'll be Disney Corporation versus the collective assholes of real time <laughs> fandom. <laughs> we can't get a lawyer for them. I don't know. Then then Disney gets in trouble for going after assholes, and I feel like <laughs> that might be even worse PR for them. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they fucking have no shortage of PR. And here to talk on their PR problem, the unfrozen body of Walt Disney. <laughs> I thought it was just his head. Uh, well, well, nope, that was a myth. It's all of him. All of him. Well, the rest is gradually thawing. Right, so certain. So right now we have a block of ice it's, it's, from which is protruding the thawed we have, head. We have the, thaw, the completely thawed head, the, the chilly... Limited movement body, and right. then the frozen legs yeah. of Disney yeah. here with you. He's, we got some hair dryers running on him right now. They're can silent I ask hair him dryers. A question? You Absolutely. can ask me anything. I don't. Oh, your must have your mustache question. is fantastic. Disney, Mister Mister Disney. Yes. Uh, can I can I call you Walt? No, I will okay. smack you. Okay, okay, Walter. Why why did um, you hate your workers? Like, why did you report a bunch of them to HUAC? And ruin their careers when all they said was, "Can we maybe get paid for our work?" That was a lot more real than I was yeah, gonna ask. That happened. Uh, wow. I want to hear his question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna ask what you think of these terrible direct-to-video sequels that keep happening. And um, wait, no, sorry, what? The direct-to-video sequels. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, though. wait, wait. You really I, want to open this can of worms? I, now, I was I was asked to be thought out when any any new Disney projects were in the works. Uh, there Ooh. were hints. You saw billboards everywhere that said Disney's Frozen. Um, I have not heard <laughs> anything of direct to video. So you don't know the biggest Disney villain of all, Michael Eisner. I've talked to Eisner. He seemed fine. What has he been doing behind okay, well, my frozen Mr. back? Mr. Disney, you know in Fantasia that, like, big black demon guy? Like, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Michael Chernabog. That's Michael well, No, no, that- Chernabog would not be the head of the Disney Corporation. No, that's that's well, his true form. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, but we okay. also we have uh, Michael Eisner here as well in his full demonic form. Oh. Okay, now you said you were going to tell me about every project that was being made. What is direct-to-video? Okay, well, it all started with a lie. No, no, I'm talking. No, I want to hear it straight from the, the various mouth. horse mouths. <laughs> well, it all started with Aladdin 2. We thought we could make Wait. it cheap. Aladdin 2? Yeah, and also yeah. he said all of your various horse mouths talking in unison, so all three of them, by the way. Okay. So... Well, well, it all started, started with Aladdin Okay, maybe that's pretty loud. Maybe just, maybe just two the top of them. one. The top one. No, just all right. It, it all started with Aladdin two. We thank you, thank you, Birdhead. We were making a a TV show, and we thought, hey, kids are stupid. 
Let's just put the pilot of the show on a videotape. Wait, did and you just cut say out the commercials. kids are stupid? They'll buy anything. That's I, why we I, made two Cinderella sequels. How are you running a company for kids? Because kids are stupid. The They'll only way to anything, run what? a company is to hate your workers. You can't hate kids. They don't work for you legally. This is all sounding oh. decidedly. Yeah, the kids animated. This is sounding decidedly capitalistic. We need a communist voice in here to come balance things out. Lucia, I believe you know one. I do. Uh, let me let me call up a, a good friend of mine, communist Bismuth. Um, okay. I think she's protesting right now at some election polls that Bernie Sanders isn't on right. any of the ballots. All right. Let's uh, Hey. Hey, where you at, bitch? Bitch, where you at? I need to come in and do an interview. Okay. She wants to know if we're gonna pay her. No, we're no. we're doing it for the tell her we're doing it for the benefit I, I of the military. No, 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 and also sure tell her that I don't her. pay people. No, she oh, wanted okay, to make yeah. sure you don't pay her because she doesn't want to be a capitalist pig. All right, good. Excellent, I'm, I'm, excellent. I am excellent yeah, at not paying coming, people. I don't understand what's going on here. Just calm down, Chernabog. <laughs> Listen, if you want your own Turnabog musical, we can arrange that. <laughs> and commercial. <laughs> oh. All right, time for commercial break, everybody. We're going. While we off. wait for Bismuth to get here. Oh no, Bismuth is traveling from Russia. She'll get here by the end of the commercial. Yeah, break. That, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We just. Oh, you need okay. to learn English better. All right. Come. We're going to commercial. Do you need to learn English better? Well, come on down and get back in the Flabble District. It's Dolly Dolly Dolly. That's what they all say. <laughs> Listen to these other great testimonials of my farming customers. English was my fragging language, and I was really flagged at it. But then one day, I found... What's this thing called? Uh, is a workshop. Yeah, see, Erbidoir workshop, and I now speak English as well as as any good Zorp Zorp. And bring with us the testimony. Hi. I actually found the service very useful. It helped uh, make me more <laughs> eloquent and help with my elocution as well as my articulation. Uh, the Wurzinger workshop is uh, available now to more people than ever, and I just I think the internet and modern technology for helping globalize us. So if you want to English, just call up G4... Seven. <laughs> you heard it That's the first, folks. If you want... To learn English better, please call G four seven. This summer, the turnabout absolute applesauce movie of the summer. It's, it's called Summer. It's about summertime. <laughs> summer. But wait, well, there's a lawsuit coming, and it's against summertime. Uh, no. We the people find summer to be too much fun, and as a cliche dissenting lawyer type, we have to sue them. Summer will last forever! Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> we need to save summer, dude! We'll gather together all the other Jeffs! Yeah! <laughs> hey, my name is Geoff, dudes. Do I count? Yeah, you do! We need every we are, Jeff we, we are, can! We are very yeah. inclusive here. We Whoa. take Geoffs! Got, we take guys, Jeffs. Guys, my, we even take Jiffs. <laughs> my, my name is Jeff. 
Hello, guys. My name is Gif. Get the fuck out of here, you dirty! Get the fuck out, Gif! Get out! I'm going. Goodbye. Goodbye. This ain't no fucking moving image, bro. Nah. Alright, Jeffs, Jeffs, we've assembled the Jeff army. We need to take down the anti-summer patrol so we can get summer to last forever! Jeffs, 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 what? Summer Thought you were chanting. ended. It's no! Fall. What will happen? Find out in recess two. School's out for fall. Jeffopolis. <laughs> Coming soon. To every illegal streaming site you can think of, <laughs> and I guess movie theaters. No, they just released it exclusively on illegal streaming sites. <laughs> ah, bypassing the middleman. Well, yeah, where most people will watch it. <laughs> ah, you know what I think? I don't. That's because you're not a telepath. Oh. Well, how can I become a telepath? Well, Hi, by... I'm a telepath. Do you want to be like me? Hold on. No, bitch. Anyway, <laughs> you can be like me once you change your mind. I, I... Wait. Oh, she's in my brain! I am it's in your changing brain. changing my and mind! I all the naughty pictures you're thinking of. <laughs> ah! My eyes are bleeding! Well, you shouldn't have thought of those nasty things about my annoying voice. <laughs> so call now. 1-800-I-CAN'T-SEE-THE-KEYPAD because you made my brain explode. I love telepath Telepath Tammy. Telepath, telepath. Oh, lolly, 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 telepath. The Tam Tammy. Da, 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 Hi. I'm Lucia Lobos Villa. You might know me from such hits as Turnabout Musical, Avatar The Last Puppet Bender, and Real Time Fandom. I'm Real Time Fandom! To warn you about a very serious plague <laughs> epidemic just sweeping the nation, and that is Public VA. Wait, hold on, no, wait. I, I feel per personally victimized by Public VA. His name is like a monster and also Wh a pope. And it also licks things. Oh, he actually and, got the monster thing. That's and cool. I, I just, I don't think. You might he, think that. Wait, I wasn't finished. Shut up. <laughs> I, oh, you might think my... that a funny voice actor isn't that much of a threat. But yeah. you'd be wrong. Wait, Imagine my... this. You and your family is having a peaceful picnic when all of a sudden you pull up a YouTube video and in it this happens. Hey, what, do you think that the world is round? Well, you're wrong. Flat, Flat Earth. That is awful. <laughs> Can you imagine now that happening again, except you're surrounded by bees? That's pretty bad. You might get stung. So call now. Flat Earth. Helps to make Charlie make money so that he can finally get a real job. Hey. I lost my arm in the Great Public Wars Wait, I had of nothing 2020. To do with your arm. Wait, 2020 I, hasn't happened yet. I That's don't because care. I'm a time traveler from I the future. I don't actually care. I, I came back to warn you about the dangers of Emperor Pope. No! Shut up! I, I'm just trying to make money off of a public service announcement exploiting Charlie. Shut up! I think there. that person died. Oh, well, I killed them. Oh, you. Well, you shouldn't do that. Wire. Telepath Tammy! <laughs> That's me! 
and we're back. Um, he's just really violent nowadays. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. got a really improvisational tone to yeah. it, too. <laughs> yeah, almost like it's being made up on the spot. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I am uh, Walt Disney. Right, uh, Walt Disney. We have Walt Disney. We have Chernagagagag. Chernabog, also known Eisner as Michael Bog. Eisner. Michael, Michael Eisnerbog. Right. And, we, and joining us in the studio, everyone's favorite, give a hand for communist bismuth. Who's that girl with a great big smile? Well, she's not really a girl. She's a gem. She's here to stop the capitalist. She's gonna lead the people. She'll lead them. It's bismuth, bismuth, communist bismuth. She's a communist, and you know it. She's here for me and you. Hey, who wrote that? We could use composers. Yeah, what tangled? The, the miniseries. Wait, that's... Miniseries? You do not make a miniseries over a movie. It is a complete idea. You're right. We'll make a full animated show, but we gotta give her her gold hair back. What? Wait. Wait. What? Wait, that... But that was a major plot point. No. I didn't even see the movie, and even I know that. Right. She becomes beautiful and brown-haired at the end. Look, right. you guys. She loses all guys, of her beauty and becomes conventionally guys, normal. Guys. Kids love Tangled. Kids love Aladdin. Kids love Frozen. So what? what's the wrong thing about giving them more of what they love and then getting paid for it? Mr. Eisner, sir? Yeah. I have your 10 o'clock called. Also, um, we heard from the toy company saying that you were going to put back the blonde hair in Rapunzel so that we can keep selling the same toys. Yes, good idea. Should I tell them to hold or should I tell them to go to hell? Oh, tell them. Duh. I'm going to write it down because I don't think I can say it on the air. Oh, you can say anything. This is a podcast. We don't have any rules. Okay, sir. I'll tell them. Uh, you want them with a bucket sideways, or is it a picket sideways? No, no. I I can't read. My hands are too big. <laughs> it's okay. I'll I'll improvise something, sir. Thank you. What the so, hell was that? Was that uh, mean oh. you're a seasoned lady? How much you yeah. paying her? Nothing. How much of pay the company she's owing? <laughs> That's a good one. Pay her. <laughs> Walt knows what's up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So what you're oh telling my. me is you don't pay them because they are partial owners of the company and you all share equally, correct? Don't. No, I just don't enjoy paying them. It's not fun. So, so we don't. Yeah. Yeah. But no, what about ca- their livelihoods? How do they what? feed their it, families? I, they, they, they work, work for the happiest company on earth. They don't we are feed so, livelihoods. They work for smiles. We pay them yeah. in smiles. Yeah. They, smiles not putting food on the table, though. Yeah, no, they, they're feeling pretty alienated by their work. They don't even get to see the results of their labor here. I mean, you're, you're, you're basically stepping all over the proletariat masses here to make more money off of their work. Yeah. Any questions? Yeah, what, what's the problem here? I'll be right back. Mr. Eisnerbot, come here. I want to show you something. What is it? Hey. It's a pretty good gun, right? Yeah. Looks like good toy for children. Yeah. Let me me put it on your chest. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. He shattered me. I'm Buffy's a vampire slayer, bitch. (laughs) Whoa. Um, Hello, Mr. Disney. Maybe we should be talking. Well, wait. Now, what you're doing is against the Hayes Code. Do you think you're... You're... uh, here, I up, want to talk about you uh, turning in a lot of your animators to the House on American activities right. coming. Yeah, of course, because they yeah, were Yeah, I, I was hoping maybe you had least of these people so I could recruit them for my revolution. 
Um, I actually have that list w- with me. Wait, no. That is a private list. Yeah, but I'm also a master of espionage as well as a podcast host. It's true. FBI musician. redacted a lot of those lists. Like, this is actually true. You can't actually see all of Walt Disney's testimonies. A lot of it is redacted because they're not wanting the public to know he was kind of a shithead. So, um, yeah. well, wait, least, uh, I'm right uh, here. Oh, definitely have that work for the Disney company. I'm just a line of shithead. Oh, 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 Would, I'll die. But before I do, we're going to use Robin Williams archive recordings to make Aladdin 4. He would hate that. Oh. Wow. All right. Uh, used to think I was just a baby communist, you know, like a socialist, like a socialist. Yeah, but now I'm starting to think I'm a full communist. I need to join but, this revolution But here. don't you Welcome, want to go... Welcome, baby hey. communist, no, into but... my red arms. We will baptize you in the fires of our passion. Yes! But Burn my head. the means of production and rip it from the hands of the swine who keep it from the people. I'm 100% behind but this. But hear me out. Disney World. Imagineers. Disney World is an opiate of the masses. Nothing but a facade of what the world could be if we had a fair and open society not made for the 1%. So we pay them to get into the fair and open society. Pay them? You have them pay you. Pay that I'm them. Oh. The royal them. Right. So we, the royal we, yes. pays Mr. them. Disney, I have the only royal one them. question. The ro- them, the royal me. Mr. Disney. Got it. Yeah, what is it? I'm looking over your files here, and it says that cryogenic uh, freezing has a side effect. Yeah. Wait, no, what? You cannot go over a certain room temperature because, like Mr. Freeze, you have to stay at a certain coolness or else you will die. Oh. Oh, so just ignore me turning up thermostat as high as possible, Uh, and um, we will keep Okay, well, uh... For the interest of prolonging my own art here, I do have a freeze suit right over there if you'd like to enter. Yeah, I'll do anything right now. All right, hit up that freeze suit. Sorry, Bismuth, but I gotta look out for my own art form here. Now he's a super-powered freezy ice monster. I mean, he still talks like a human. But he's choosing to do this. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It's not. It's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, you know? Well, now that the... Oh, one moment. I am getting cold. Is it from Mother Russia? Hello, is this Mother Russia? Oh, fuck. I just hung up. It is annoying, guy. I don't know, really. Is spam call I get a lot? I think he's uh, in the room see. with us. D- Disney? He's completely frozen. Okay, I think that was not quite a suit as much as just... No, it's a freezing suit. I, Wait, I said it was like Mr. Freeze. interfering with my radio signal. Wait, Did someone mention Mr. Freeze? Oh, no. Also, I noticed you killed a big bat guy. That's awesome. I w- can I have your autograph? What? Uh, well, and actually, I'm going to give you my autograph. The Riddler. Okay, there you go. There's a puzzle in there. You got to decode it. Bye. Your Whoa. narcissism. Wait, 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 wait. Your sense of self is not the collectivism I am looking for. You can burn in hell. So I'm sensing we have a sort of weird theme going on here of Batman villains and communism versus capitalism. Yeah, that's happening. literally every time Lucia starts improvising. That's not it. true. When awkward is here, it happens too. 
<laughs> hey, listen, you're not getting judgment from me, just from the notoriously evil public VA who will lead us uh, all into a massacre what? in 2020. I mean, there was no. a PSA against him and yeah. bees. Yeah, and bees. Bees and public VA are the same <laughs> okay, thing. But Nicolas need... Cage hates both of them. Wait, we need to <laughs> save the bees? Save the bees. Oh, yeah, well, if we don't yeah, save the bees. Yeah, we need to save them from you, Charlie. <laughs> well, I didn't do anything to the bees. If we don't <laughs> save the bees, the British government is going to implement a series of, of robotic drone automatons that are act as honeybees to spread pollen around to avoid uh, environmental collapse. But then people are going to hack the bees, and they're going to send them into our brains, and they're going to slowly kill us. Um, so thanks, Charlie. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Black Mirror. I can't keep up with any of this. You know, I watched Black Mirror. Everyone should watch. I've seen Black one episode. Mirror. It was really, really dramatic. And you should watch it. it was was like it the, the pig zone. fucking one? What? Was it the pig fucking one? No, it was the one where you. <laughs> the one where they um, fuck a pig. Someone from your life, basically. And oh yeah. They just become like a staticky void. Okay. And could I could yeah, I ask you guys dark. if you could do something for me because I love testing out people in a group with this really quick thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One person says the beginning of a story, and then the other person has to say the ending. We don't know what happened in between. Is this one word at a time, or is no, 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 no. Just one person story, sets then up we a skip story. To the ending. Like, okay. like say I was well here, like Dalton, set up a story. I have to set up a story. And then I'll and then I'll I'll finish it. And then you finish it, yeah. Okay. Okay. So one day, an average kid found a dead guy in the alley. So now, Haley, how does the story end? Um, Donald Trump later went on to become president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlie, you start a story. Okay. Um, in a small town in a forgotten land, um, a young stew maker was working... On a stew. Lucia? Alright, so here's the ending. And as the robotic clone zombie of (laughs) Theodore Roosevelt looked over from the space station at the flaming ball that had once been (laughs) Earth, he sighed deeply at the potential that humanity had had for greatness and how sadly it had ended. He looked up at the horizon as he took a sip of his stew in memory (laughs) of the stew maker and said, Bonne nacht. Bon knocked to you all. As his face wow. was engulfed in flames. Lucia, I don't know if I've hey, ever told you this. I made a TIE fighter in the waveform. Look. Yeah, <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. That is awesome, yeah. <laughs> Lucia, I don't know if I, ever, if I ever told you this. You're pretty fucked up. <laughs> I can outfuck I can out fuck up Lucia right now. Okay, let's We're having that. a fuck up off. Okay. okay. Haley, go for it. Nah. Lucia, you start. Okay. Um I once tried to poison my mother when I was, like, seven years old. Oh, this is real. Okay. Uh, well, oh, no, sorry. No. I mean, ha, just kidding. Uh, something <laughs> fucked up that's fake. Ha-ha. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, well, I once burned down my friend's house. They probably deserved it. Was it Charlie? No. His name, <laughs> oh. his name was... His, Why are you his, picking on me? His name was Redacted. <laughs> I love so. you, Charlie. You're like my little brother. I have to pick on you because I never had a little brother. I had a bunch of sisters and an older brother. Mm. Lucia, I, I love you. <laughs> I too love you, Lucia. I love all of you equally, except for Haley. Not you, the other Haley. No, I'm just uh. kidding about that too. <laughs> no, I, I'm wait, really. So you wait, you love everyone. you love Haley. 
Haley here right, wait, equally wait. to the amount you love Dalton? Ooh. I smell. I would say, I would say um, it's not a matter of equating because different types of love doesn't mean one is worth any less. Whoa. So the type of love I have for Dalton is different than the type of love I have for you guys, but I wouldn't say that the love I have for you is any less important or valuable. That's, that's metal. That's metal. That's metal as fuck. President, okay, just write that in. Lucia Lobos Villa. Let's make it happen. I might actually do that, just so you know. I'm. Ju <coughs> I'm I might. Oh, Charlie broke every single thing in the world. Now the now the recording's gonna be all fucked up and corrupted, and we're not gonna be able to post this. Well, so it's been great. <laughs> um, no. Did I'm it just seriously kidding. get messed up? No, it might be. It bit. might be. We don't know until it's over, so oh, it could no. very well be a totally fucking ruined. We could now. sound like Chernabog. We could sound like Chernabog, <laughs> uh -oh. which is weirdly enough what happens when my shit gets fucked up. Yeah. But anyway, I do oh. challenge you to a fucked up off of a fictitious nature. <laughs> a oh, good. I, I really needed to know that last. Yeah. So let's let's you start the story, and I'm gonna wind up, and it's gonna be. Then we're gonna be like, wait, let's make this a movie. So let's. Okay, let's, here we I, go. I'm calling most, it now. Here's the most fucked up beginning. You ready? Gotcha. Once upon a time, there was Haley and Lucia. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and as the tower fell, the people looked up upon it, and gazed as the ash cloud engulfed the city below, and there was only one thought in their mind. Why, Lucia? Why did you have to turn on her like that? And as Haley's bleeding body laid in the streets below, she whispered one last word. Carpal tunnel. That's two words. Not if you hyphenate it. <laughs> yes, that's Academy true. Academy Award writes. So welcome. Welcome to the Academy, Academy Award, Award Corner. Watcher, Dalton Broback. Watch this. <laughs> We have with us here in the studio, mm -hmm. our, our NPR studio, yeah. uh, Academy Award watcher, Dalton Broback. Hi. And, uh, and Hi. So I've watched so many Academy Award shows, actually probably only like two. <laughs> but I think that's enough for me to have a good opinion on things. Um, did you guys see Pacific Rim? Oh, it sucked. I it. it was great. Oh. It was worst. I actually hate Pacific Rim, too. Yeah, that's why I'm saying too. it. I think it's I'm awful. a fan. And so basically, Sticking as my long gun. as you didn't make Pacific Rim, you probably made a, a good movie. <laughs> and also, also, I really want to hold an Academy Award. That sounds really cool. Could somebody maybe mail I to me? I hear. Set, leave a comment on my web zone. <laughs> I'll send you some pizza rolls. I hear that they are actually very heavy. Well, I hope so. Academy they're made Awards. of solid gold, right? No. No, they're Wait, made of solid pizza. Are made of solid they're solid made of solid pizza. Yeah, pe come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, I wanted to eat a golden pizza roll. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you they don't. Dalton Broback and, and the golden terrible. pizza roll. Listen, I can attest to you, golden pizza, the best, fantastic, you'll love it, very expensive. I, of course, can eat it with my gold caviar, and I drink... Vodka with gold in the bottom. That's real. They make it. Trust me. Have you heard that Donald Trump has this habit? Because multiple people have corroborated the story because they've had a similar experience. Where he'll tell people, like, to pay them with or just is like, hey, I owe you something. He'll, like, take off his cufflinks, which he says are made of diamond and platinum, and give it to them. Be like, here. And then later when they get it appraised, they're actually, like, zir uh, zirconium and, like, pewter. 
Oh, does, wow. This is like a thing he does all the time. He once paid his lawyer like that one time. That's so fucked He gave up. Charlie Sheen for his wedding. He was like, oh, look, Charlie, sorry I didn't make it to your wedding. We don't even know if he was actually invited, but he was like, so he would take my cufflinks as a pre- wedding present. And then a couple of years later, Charlie Sheen gets him appraised, and it was cubic zirconium and pewter. Right, because though- he, was, he was trying to sell them for uh, Charlie Sheen. Because the only drug Charlie Sheen ever did was Charlie Sheen. That's right. <laughs> and tiger blood. Tiger and blood. tiger blood. Yeah. Is that literal or metaphorical? Was it's always my question. Tiger blood. Was he actually injecting tiger's blood? That would be metal as fuck. I, I would not saying be metal surprised as fuck. if he was. Yeah, because some things are metal, like surf music. It's true. Um, also, nails. Nails, nails are metal. Are metal. metal. <laughs> and thank you, Dalton. You win. You do win, buddy. <laughs> Dalton, you. seriously. Oh, I'd like to thank the Academy. I would like my pizza rolls in gold, please. Dalton is like the human equivalent of a golden retriever. <laughs> I'm Mr. Peanut Butter? Yeah, you're Mr. You Dalton. are. You're Mr. Peanut Butter played by George McFly. Yeah, you, Not yeah. the, the actor, but George McFly himself. Yeah, I love when, that. That's great. You, the Back to the Future <laughs> real-time fandom was like, the real George McFly was trapped in the real-time fandom <laughs> world, and he was just okay with it. He's like, oh, okay, guys, yeah, I'll fly or whatever weird things you improvised. Can we get a, can we get a what, Lorraine, what? What, Lorraine? What? <laughs> I, that I never gets old on me. I don't understand why that line took off. It was straight up, I didn't have anything to improvise, so I'm like, I'll just do the line from the movie. Because yeah. it's the only time in real-time fandom history with, um... No struggle. Someone said the correct line perfectly synced with the lips. Yeah, it was That's fantastic. Cool. I have to say, I developed some mad, mad respect for Awkward for being able to carry an entire movie. Because it was that long is so hard. Magical. And Awkward just kept going. Like he It was, was a magical funny. experience. And Man. I felt similarly about Judy and um, Anjo when we did um, Twilight. New Moon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, New Moon. Because they also, like, they just had to constantly talk to me. Well, same with you. And they you. kept having jokes. Well, I kind of just did the same joke over and over that was Bella's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. There's so many facets to that joke. <laughs> what is that. feminism? Is it spread also, by mosquitoes? No, it, yeah, well, it spreads obviously. like malaria through mosquitoes. I also like that Dalton just played Charlie for that. Yeah, Charlie oh as Charlie. Yeah, I, I hope I fantastic. did you justice. I was like, oh, God, I hope I, I'm, I don't know. Oh, no, you I finally loved started it. watching Ace Attorney? No, I was being <laughs> ironic, Dad. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. I really love the line where it's like, Dad, 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 Dad. Bella, 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 Bella. God, Dad, I'm trying to talk to you. You're always interrupting me. Just listen to me for a second. You don't have to be so mean and to me. There's just like a long <laughs> silence, and I don't say anything. And he's like, you don't have to be so mean about it. <laughs> Fan fucking tastic. Charlie's uh, rubbing his nipples right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I also I wanna I wanna send a love to a lot of love to both of you guys for having us here and to just everyone in real time fandom for accepting us and I mean it, it felt really good especially because st- life is hard and stuff is rough so it it's been really great and I want to tell everyone. Um, out there who might be listening, probably not a lot of people. I'm not, I'm not the most famous cast member, but, you know, oh. I know a lot of people might be going through hard times because it's a hard time right now. 2016's kind of been a dumpster fire of a year. I want to tell I'd everyone, that's please, please just kind of hang in there. Um, I've had some really trying times in my life. I mean, I've been homeless. I've 
you know, my father died. I'm kind of like a Disney princess and I don't really have parents to take care of me. <laughs> and I sing a lot and people think I'm weird. But, uh, well, all, and all you want is more. And all I want is more. Um, and even through all of it, you know, sometimes I've been all by myself, like completely eating one meal a day because I had to pay rent or sometimes just couch surfing. I don't even have a place to go. And there were times when I thought I've ruined my whole life. I'm never going to go anywhere. I'm never going to have anyone who cares about me. Um, but here I am and I'm doing well and I have friends and I'm doing real time fandom and I have Dalton in my life and hopefully a dog soon because I want another dog. And um, anyway, it, it does. I know it's hard to believe when people tell you like, hold on, it'll get better. Sometimes it hurts to hear that because you're like, yeah, right. How could it possibly get better? But sometimes it really, I mean, it can. It really can. You just have to hang in there. And no matter what happens, you can come out of it. You can crawl out of it and be better than ever. I, I wouldn't be the person I am today without some of the most horrible experiences I had. And although they're painful, I wouldn't want to forget a single one because I wouldn't have the understanding of other people I have if it hadn't happened to me. And I just want to tell everyone there, please, no matter what you're going through or how hard it is, you're not alone. I know that's the most cheesy thing people tell you, but you're really not because somewhere in the world there's someone just like you right now feeling this way and just hang in there and better times are coming. They're always, there's always better times yet to come. Anyway, that's I genuinely needed that right now. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, it's been, as you said, a dumpster fire of a year. Um, it's also been, it's been one of my best of times and been one of my worst of times. Yep. Um, this year was crazy for me. Um, but yeah, right now, my this time in my life, I actually, I really need to hear that. So, so thank you. So basically what you're telling me is um, the, sometimes people come down on you and shit gets fucked up, but all you have to do to get past it is, Forget about that guy! Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sorry to undercut your message, but now it's time for plugs. Plug it up, plug shit in, plug it in, plug it up, plug it up. Dalton, we're going to give you hair plugs. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Dalton, I'm sorry again for... It's okay. It's not a bald spot. He just has a, a hairline in the front that's receding a little bit. Listen, can't even tell. listen. It's called the monk look, okay? <laughs> you guys are so mean. He does not have a bald spot behind his head. No, it's okay. I I'll just go back and Oh, Fuck yeah. Guys, he, Own it. He was so wait, sad wait, when you said that, wait, Charlie. You were like, he was really sad. Wait, it's, I okay. I, it's okay. It's okay. I made a joke about awkward being colorblind, and I didn't realize until later that he, he was, was actually colorblind. And I was like, oh my, and then I watched the video, and I'm like, oh, I'm just like beating it on the head. <laughs> like, what color is this? What color is that? And I'm like, ooh, that was, that was really rough. Dalton, can you do a Patrick Stewart? Oh my god, I don't think I've ever. Tried. Can you can you plug your plug, plug your things your as media Patrick as Patrick Stewart? And if not Patrick Stewart, then Sean Ian Connery. Oh, Sean Connery. Number one, I need you to listen to Eyes Like Yours. It is the greatest human creation of all time. In fact, if all of humanity were to die right now, I would hope that Eyes Like Yours and the other Knights of Bardic Reproductions would live on. Metal. Make it so. And Lucia? 
Um, um, oh, Dalton, wait, do you have like a Twitter or your Tumblr? Oh, some things you want to plug? Yeah, I should, I should actually plug myself. Um, <laughs> so my Twitter is Dalton Broback, just my name. It's really easy. My Tumblr is Cyberbanjo, um, one word. It's Cyberb Anjo. Cyberb Anjo, yes. I'm Ghost Anjo's uh, brother. She's a ghost, right. and I'm a cyberb. <laughs> um, well, actually, it's Ghost the Rock. Ghost Anjo the Rock Anjo, right. and I'm I'm Cyberb the. You're Cyberb John Cena. The Pebble. <laughs> cyberb John Cena cyberb Anjo. The cyberb the oh, John yeah. Cena. Um, <laughs> but. So those, and then also we have our YouTube channel, Knights of Bardicry, where we post Eyes Like Yours, um, also Z-Skid Voices, which is a project that I'm heading that essentially dubs the audio-less little bonus scenes from the entirety of the video game Tales of Symphonia. That was the first thing I did with you guys. Yeah, you were in um, Z-Skid Academy, our kind of special... Uh, are special and you voiced Richter yep. the character and, you were and so while good. I was recording it while I was recording the lines and Lucia was directing me we recreated real time fandom in between lines yep. that's right it's true. that's it's... right so so something wow. I really love about so we had all the characters say their like final attacks or like most powerful moves for the credits right where we were putting everyone's names and I love it because you have like me doing these voices where I'm like uh, I'll show you your powerlessness uh, grant me the power to banish evil and uh, God, what does what does Marta say? She like Marta's is banish evil. Oh, that's Marta's. Grant me the power to banish evil and they're like cute and crap. And then you get to Charlie and Charlie's like he just he goes all out. He does this DBZ esque. Oh my God, it's so I just can't good. even. It's what, what, what so good. What? What what is the attack called again? Eternal recurrence. Yeah. Eternal recurrence. And it's that just it's it. so funny to go from like na 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 and then suddenly. It's so good. Uh, Lucia, plug your shit as the sock. Oh God, you're gonna kill my throat. Uh, so it. of course there's eyes like yours, which Dalton talked about, and I sock. Want you to visit my Twitter. <laughs> my Twitter is at Lucia Lobos Via. That's L U C I A. Lucia the Wolf Village. Yeah, my, my name actually translates to Light of the Wolf Village. It's pretty cool. Uh, L U C I A L O B as in boy O S V as in victory I L L A. Lucia Lobos Via. Uh, my Tumblr is pleading dash eyes. Pleading eyes. And uh, what else? Um, I mean, those are the main things. Definitely follow me on Twitter because I mostly post weird questions <laughs> that nobody answers so if you guys have answers please i have so many questions we'll be right back with gravity falls on disney xd all right um perfect well thank you everyone for listening watching on the youtube channels i'm gonna shake charlie's hand here i'm gonna shake lucia's hand here you're too tall shake... i can't reach you Oh, right. I'm eight feet tall because I'm Rose Quartz. Lucia <laughs> is 4'11". Right. I'm 4'11", and Dalton is 6'3", so we are the shortest and tallest <laughs> cast members of real-time fandom. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, well, he's second tallest to me. Because you're eight feet tall. I'm eight feet tall. So I'm the tallest human member. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? No, I'm talking about... Yeah. Did you just say Haley Whoa. is not human? Just she's a gem. Just because she's a copter? No, she's a gem. Get out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, helica I believe in a world where <laughs> helicopters can be people. Haven't you seen Ed. Thomas the Tank Engine? They have Haven't feelings. you seen planes? 
They have Sorry, to be Dane Cook. I almost one of the greatest the actors of, the of our generation. Embarrassing myself and humanity. Well, Dalton, it's okay. Pretty fly for a cis white guy, but that's Whoa! <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, play us out, Jeffrey. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Come on, I'm Jeffrey in the Jeff. Jeff, 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 Barbara, Jeff. No, it's Jeffrey, Jeff. Jeffrey, Jeff. Won't you take my Jeff? Next week, we're talking about Cassian. Rockin' and a rollin', Jeff, 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 Jeffrey, Jeff.